This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. People want to work for organizations with good leaders. And people don't leave, as you've heard many times, they don't necessarily leave organizations or companies, they leave their manager. That's Deborah Zabladil, President and CEO of The Learning Studio, and one of the featured speakers at the WQA Business Boot Camp in Las Vegas in April. And welcome to another episode of WQA Radio. News and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. You can find us at wqa.org and on social media. This is podcast number 125, and if you're a first-time listener, we are so glad you're here. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or most popular podcast apps. In this episode, we'll hear a portion of Deborah's presentation at Boot Camp as she talks about effective leadership, the difference between leading and managing, and how essential they are to keeping good employees. Plus, we'll get a regulatory update from Kathleen Fultz, and I'll have our WQA tip. Now on to Deborah Zabladil at the WQA Business Bootcamp on WQA Radio. And then this is one that's really tough. And it's really tough for small businesses. And I I feel your pain because I am a very small business myself. And that is working on the business and not just in the business. So this is the work of strategy. And this is also the work of working on yourself, too, and your leadership team and and, and your goals and where you want to see yourself and the company and your staff a few years ahead in the future. So we can all sort of put our heads down and we can be cranking out work, which of course we often have to do while we're doing these other things, but we have to spend some time and we have to take a pause occasionally and say, why are we doing what we're doing? And what are, what's going on out there in the stratosphere and in the universe and in the nation and in our region of the country that might impact and change the way we do the work we do? If we don't do that, then we get hit by the oncoming train. Um, I talk a lot about disruption with groups, you know, industries that have been disrupted and um, organizations that have been disrupted. And one of the reasons that the disruption happens is because either an organization or an entire industry is not paying attention. They're not, that's why they're surprised by the disruption. It often happens because there's workarounds, right? So customers start saying, well, you know, everyone's doing it this way, but it would be more effective for me as a customer if I could go through the back door and figure out how to get around this and get to my end, end point. When we start seeing workarounds, when, you know, there are organizations out there that are gobbling up market share, that's time to stop and say, we need to work on the business and not just in the business. And I think the most effective organizations out there and companies do it as a matter of routine. So they will say, you know, maybe it's uh, once a month during a staff meeting, if you have a staff meeting, and you're saying, okay, we're going to talk about all our clients and what's going on for the week or the month, but we're also going to talk about what else are we seeing out there? What's happening out there that we should be paying attention to? 
It might be something in the news. It might be policy. It might be regulatory. It might be, again, some regional um, thing that's going on. It might be... Um, you know, something um, related to the environment that's happening or some natural disaster. But we have to be able to look out there and then connect the dots back to the work we do. So if we're always having our heads down, we may not get there. So again, we have to sort of carve out this really important time to work on the business and not just in the business. So um, this slide was up earlier. And I think this is interesting because if you're saying, why do I need to work on myself? Who cares? I just really need to run a profitable business. I hope that this slide will help you understand why it's so important. Um, if we think about, you know, all the things that Mary Lynn talked about earlier, about, you know, how difficult the, the, uh, the market is right now to engage and keep good employees, uh, we know that, um, Unemployment is, you know, down, etc. People want to work for organizations with good leaders. And people don't leave, as you've heard many times, they don't necessarily leave organizations or companies, they leave their manager. So the better you are as a leader and a manager, the more you encourage others to follow suit because they want to emulate what you're doing if you're a good leader. And then you have a, a company that people want to work at and they want to stay at and they feel proud of and they want to be there. But it starts with you. If you're a company owner, it starts directly with you. And then it, you know, at the people that are around you. And then the, you know, on down the line so that it, you know, it hits the people in the field. But it has to start at the top. So if we look at this slide, I think it's interesting that, um, in October, we hit a, um, which was the most recent month for which this data existed at the time. Um, employee quits had increased for nine consecutive years. So again, going to some of the data you heard earlier about millennials and, you know, it used to be that you wanted to be, look at people that were on the job for five years and then four years and then three years, et cetera. Employees are leaving on their own accord at a faster rate than they ever have. So if you want to keep good people, if you're in an area where it's hard to recruit good people, then you know you have to keep them once you get them. So we have to be really paying attention to who we are and sort of the culture and the, the dynamic that we're creating inside the organization, and it starts directly with us. So right now, I want to talk about the difference between leading and managing. Anyone ever think about this? Because it's, it's kind of a, a paradigm shift for a lot of folks. And also, we don't always have the pleasure of saying, well, I'm going to lead today. I'm not going to manage. I'm just going to lead. You know, I'm going to think big thoughts. And we have to do both at the same time. We have to sometimes be, you know, fixing the wing of the plane at 30,000 feet, right, while we're flying the plane. So we have to be doing all the things that we need to do to manage the business, the finances, and a lot of the things that we talked about earlier. But then we have to be thinking about how are we leading the organization into the future. Deborah Zambladil, president and CEO of The Learning Studio, with a portion of her presentation at the WQA Business Boot Camp in Las Vegas. We will continue sharing portions of other boot camp speakers in the next couple of weeks. And, of course, plan now to attend the WQA Business Boot Camp next year, 
March 31st in Orlando. This is Kathleen Fultz, WQA's Global Regulatory and Government Affairs Manager with your regulatory update. This year, we have been discussing the high priority placed on lead and PFOS in drinking water by legislators at the state and federal level. Today, I want to talk to you about the other topics associated with drinking water being addressed. We are seeing proposals that look at repairing deteriorating infrastructure, general water testing, source water protection, crisis aid, single-use packaging, and private well owner education. Unregulated contaminants brought up beyond PFOS have included microplastics, perchlorate, 1,2,3-trichloropropane, and chrome-6. I encourage you to take a few minutes to review our monthly bills list and government affairs update report to look at impacts and opportunities for your business. Both resources are on WQA.org government affairs webpage. I'm Kathleen Fultz for WQA Radio. And this week's WQA tip, have you checked out the WQA 2019 Consumer Opinion Study? This is the study that we unveiled at convention in Las Vegas, and it is chock full of interesting facts and responses from consumers about their perception of water quality issues and their purchasing behavior. And so you need to check it out. Go to our website, wqa.org, look for resources, click on that, and then look for the consumer opinion study. We have an e-member version, a version for core members, and then even more data available for our premier members. Again, that's our consumer opinion study for 2019 at wqa.org. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at WQA.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.